and welcome to What's Up With That Bro? It's the podcast where we are watching the TV show Lost in reverse order from the last episode to the first episode. Or as we like to say here, we have to go backwards with uh, one of our hosts, Chad Wago, who has never seen Lost before. Except for the uh, almost four full complete seasons yeah. that I've watched with you guys in the wrong order. <laughs> uh, I've greatly enjoyed watching uh, Lost uh, Backwards. Uh, with you, David K. Jones, and also with our other co-host, A.J. Nieves. Ooh, I don't know why I said that, but welcome, everybody. <laughs> I am I am A.J. Thank you for that lovely yeah. introduction. Ooh, and ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. This week, we are considering Lost Season 3, Episode 2. Episode 2. We are almost done yeah, with this almost season. There. And it's entitled The Glass Ballerina. Son and Jin's lives are in danger. Kate, Sawyer, and... Uh, yeah, Kate and Sawyer must work hard in harsh conditions, and Henry makes Jack a tempting offer that will be difficult to refuse. Yeah, Henry. Henry. All right, so it's our general synopsis. And this episode actually originally aired October 11, 2006, second wow. episode of the season. Um, it's almost exactly 12 years ago today yeah. when we're recording, not when you're listening to this. Oh, yeah. Is Once that... you're listening to this, chances are... The Mega Millions will be much, much smaller. <laughs> I won four dollars. Nice. Um, we get a Sun and Jin episode. This one, a flashback and an on-island story. Oh, uh, before we actually talk about the story, yes, I want to talk about the synopsis that you just read. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Uh, the fact that Henry tried to make a deal with Jack. Yeah. Which means that this episode had two big name reveals. Mm -hmm. Because uh, in addition to revealing that Henry's name is Ben Linus, right. uh, we also got to find out that uh, Sawyer's real name is James. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're getting... Well, we actually got a lot I mean, of reviews. We already knew that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, right off the bat, um, second... Well, third season. They're not... They're just jumping right into it. Um and throwing at some review, review. That seems to be like the nature of the show. For every like answer they give, they'll throw out seven more mysteries for the show. <laughs> um, so we get an answer. And I guess, and those are answers. I wonder if like the audience was even wondering about. You know what I mean? Like the James thing and the Henry thing. Those those seem like uh, sort of throwaway reveals, mm. where it's just like, ah, we're gonna show you uh, this character's real name. And people were like, <laughs> wait, that wasn't their real name. <laughs> Yeah. That doesn't really change anything for Sawyer. Mm -hmm. But it feels like a big thing. Yeah. Right. Because you're just like, oh, now you find out that they were going under an alias. <laughs> Such a con man thing to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. But what's really interesting about it, I, I think, is that they had both of those happen in the same episode. Right. And I wonder whether or not that was something that they were trying to throw out as a point to make people think that there might be something mm. uh, parallel about Ben and Sawyer. No. That they're both yeah. con men. Con men? I said con man. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a singular. But oh, yeah, you're right. That comes up soon, yeah. Yeah, that comes up uh, very shortly thereafter that he, uh, Ben had to con the con man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That's a good catch. <laughs> good job, man. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. So, the actual story. Yeah, well, I don't know. Getting into our actual story, we, we open up on a young son, and um, she has done something has broken something and lied about it um and that's she the... broke the episode title glass ballerina yeah. yeah we don't get any more of that that item nope we no. just it literally happens in the first 10 <laughs> seconds and we never see it again yeah. yeah i guess they i guess they wanted to heavily lean on that as a as like a i guess as a inf character informing thing of, of yeah. who we have in in sun Cause she breaks this glass ballerina, and then later on in the episode, she kills a woman mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who is basically a human glass ballerina. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. that, that, that's uh, what she does. Yeah. 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 And this woman doesn't die this episode. Oh, like she yeah. hangs on and for like three more episodes and then dies on an operating table. Um, I totally forgot that it was Sun that had shot her. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I, I thought it was Sawyer. The way we were watching it, I thought it was Sawyer yeah. that had did the murder. Yeah, because uh, Blockhead's so upset at Sawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Pickett? Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, that was that was interesting. But yeah, we do get a we get we get a we get a few lines of dialogue, and we get a chance to actually and we'll meet proper Colleen, which is Pickett's wife. So Colleen Pickett, and she ends up 
inviting it. Well, she doesn't invite it. She just gets yeah. shot this episode. <laughs> Hangs on for a little yeah, while. we've already seen her die. Yeah. Yeah, so she's, she's out of here. Do you think that the glass ballerina is supposed to be a metaphor for trust? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's, uh... Because she immediately lies about it when her dad asks who broke it, and she blames it on the maid, and she gets fired. Yeah. <laughs> On oh, the dad, like, th- of course, the, the subtext of the show is the dad knows she's done it. And yeah. she refuses to admit to to doing this thing. And then which... later she ends up uh, cheating on Jin. Yeah. And then she lies to him again about the uh, about what uh, Saeed's plan is. Right. Yeah. So we find out that Ben and Sawyer have both been going by fake names. So it's just, it's all about lying. Yeah. That's what this episode is. It's a bunch of lies and shattered ballerinas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's different than all the lies in the the Sawyer episode we just saw. Because that was all about, like, a con. It was all for a purpose. And this is more just to, like, to cover up because you don't want to get yelled at. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we got a chance to see a different side of the couple too, in the sense where Jin. I mean, I think we're starting to see as the as the episodes start to track backwards that this the the growth and change that we've known Jin for, someone that's a little bit more mild mannered and um, someone who's a little bit more, I guess, I don't know what you would call it, or reserved, reserved. Yeah, reserved is is a good word for it. Maybe um. To a lesser degree, like a reformed kind of relationship. I guess, you, like, like we've seen this relationship bloom throughout the series, and we know how it ends. And we've seen how um, Jin and Sun actually—they um, are one of the true lovers on the show, or like they're a married, committed couple. It's been through some shit, and they actually get a chance to uh, to die together and have their child together. Um, but this episode, we see a different side of Jin. Jin seems a little bit more surly, you know, a little bit more. Um, yeah, you just seem yeah. a little bit more hard, hard, hard faceted. Well, it feels more like that traditional old country Korean couple where like, I'm the man and you have to do what I say. Yeah, I think man. that we don't yeah. really get like gentle fun gin mm-hmm. until he starts hanging out with Hurley a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, like Hurley sort of serves to soften people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like um, and uh, that's that's very true. I mean, we do see that we do see that change in Jin throughout the seasons. Um, this I, I I really dug. Um, moving away from the story just for a quick bit, actually, interestingly enough, some research online shows that that the actors, uh, the Daniel Day Kim and Yun Jin Kim, they each submitted this episode for consideration on behalf of Outstanding Supporting Actor and Actress in a Drama nice. Series. Um, for the 59th Primetime Emmys. Yeah. So they actually submitted this episode to be nominated for an Emmy. Um, they didn't win that year. Yeah, who, do you know who won in, over them? Yeah. Actually, it's uh, the research bears out that in that year, 2007, the 59th Emmy uh, Award went to Terry O'Quinn and oh, okay. uh, Catherine Heigl. Oh. Yeah, for her work on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. So those two got the award yeah, for well, that. I mean, I've always said Terry O'Quinn is basically the white Daniel Day Quinn. <laughs> Catherine Heigl is the uh, white uh, Yoon Jin Kim. Kim, Yeah, Yeah. so that that works out perfectly. It's so weird that they're brother and sister and they had to play a married couple (laughs) for six seasons. I was just about to say, I wonder how many white people watched this show and wondered whether or not they were related. (laughs) That's so funny. Like, they they don't know how common a last name Kim is. Because I feel like if, if you've met very few Asian people... Right. You might not know. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, true. Almost all the Korean people I know are named Kim. <laughs> There's Diane and uh, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the two Koreans yeah. that you're aware of. I see. Yeah. Uh, one's been a previous guest on the show. Yeah. And uh, one Other is one's a, a future guest. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to ask him about his, uh, his love story with uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah. And if he's related to um, Yin Jin Kim and Daniel Deacon. Yeah. There's a lot of Kims going on. Um, just a little more behind the scenes. This is kind of early on for this, but um, Daniel Day Kim says that he's enjoyed the fight scene between him and the guest actor Tony Lee, commenting that I, uh, I really appreciate the fact that Jin is just a, a down and dirty street fighter. Yeah. 
Like, well, yeah. He was in the army, we learned later on. Huh? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of wondering whether or not this is also the first episode that we find out that Jin has, like, you know, fighting mm. ability. Yeah. Yeah, it seems that's what they're hinting at, right? Because like, Saeed was caught by surprise when he tried to explain uh, the gun yeah. to to Jin, and Jin uh, loaded it, uh, did stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, that was that was actually kind of that was that was kind of fun to see. Um, yeah, so anytime anyone hands you a gun, you have to do that so they are impressed. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and knock the uh, knock the magazine out and check it, and then clear and then, the barrel. Yeah. Although, shouldn't you do that when the clip is out? Because yeah. didn't he put the clip back in before he cleared then, it? Then he's he's chambering around, so he's ready to. Oh, okay. Ready to go. I don't. I don't know any shit about guns except what the instructors tell me to do. Yeah. I only shoot guns on ranges. Yeah. And, and they would start telling you what to do, and then immediately shut up if you just, without looking at it, <laughs> just ran through the whole thing. I feel like if I tried to do that without uh, looking at it, I would end up shooting the ground. Yeah, I think if I did that, like there'd be bullets falling out of the clip onto the sand, and then just me profusely apologizing to say going like wait i got this wait don't put the bullets back into the clip with the sand wait, I don't, all right also did saeed tell him that that pistol was an automatic yeah Is uh, he, there's a lot of guns yeah. on that boat They're, well at least they have automatic pistols i guess like i know that yeah. that's a thing but usually it's either i uh, usually it's like semi yeah What's the difference I mean, between a semi-automatic and a full automatic? How many times you have to pull the trigger? Yeah. Oh, I see. Semi-automatic means that it's gonna uh, automatically uh, re-chamber. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, after you pull the trigger, automatic means you can hold down the trigger and it'll keep firing. Oh, okay. I see. Well, by the looks of it, Homegirl got like a semi-automatic because she got yeah. one single shot <laughs> off right into Colleen's gut. Um, hey, Colleen was a little, little, little bold for. For somebody holding a gun to you, like, I think she had in her mind that, oh, okay, well, we got the profile on these people, which actually kind of ties into last week's episode where um, there's another character who just casually walks away from another person with a gun. In that mm-hmm. case, it was um, it was uh, the Eddie character walking away oh, from, yeah. from Terry, uh, from Terry O'Quinn's character. He doesn't get shot. <laughs> Goku um, walking away from Locke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a farmer. I think that's what we learned there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also too, I think the um, there was a quick change up in the lineup for this episode. The some of the stuff that I saw online, like where they they were actually thinking of putting the um, the the lock episode before this one, but I think they ended up going the other way around, where it was the premiere and then they did the Sun and Jin episode. Ah. Um, but but yeah, I guess it could have worked either way because those both those episodes, you're getting different information yeah. from those different characters, so. I guess they could have placed it however they needed to, but I think it was just fine. I think that uh, having the uh, lock episode uh, after this one means that it's extending the mystery of what happened to all the people after the hatch blew. Because I'm going to assume that the hatch did not blow in uh, episode one of this season, (laughs) but it was something that happened at the season finale of season two because a giant explosion seems like the kind of thing... (laughs) That you would use as a good cliffhanger. Yeah. 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 Would you be surprised to find out that happens at the end of season one? And season two is another one of those seasons where there's a lot of time travel (laughs) involving everyone that was in the hatch. I would actually not be surprised (laughs) at all, given what I've already seen on this show. Yeah. um, I I, I noticed, too, like, yeah, there there was some hatch talk in our last episode. This one there. Richard Hatch? Yes, Richard Hatch from Survivor. Or from Battlestar Galactica. From either of those. The original series. (laughs) They're not even... Well, I mean, he was in the newer ones. Oh, They haven't even mentioned anything Hatch-related in this episode. The one after this, we kind of... I wonder if that was just them kind of letting it simmer for a bit. I guess the show does that a lot, too. Where they just, like, they'll take a week off from characters like they do. It's just a a, sprawling cast. There's so many people on this show. There's nobody you can fit into, like, a 42-minute you know episode i feel like uh by the end of this season that was about as big as the cast got mm. Mm. because uh i i know like the uh the main picture that they use on uh, hulu and they used on netflix is just like sort of those core cast members yeah but i know that there's that picture 
where it looks like the same picture with the core cast members, but there's like fucking 40 people <laughs> right. all lined up. Yeah. It's got Rose and Bernard and the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Vincent makes an appearance yeah. there. Did it have uh, Nikki and Polo in it? <laughs> that would be great if they did. Like, they, like, I would imagine they might want to. They really should now. <laughs> yeah. Just retroactively put yeah. those two back in there. Just Photoshop them in. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder what became of those actors. I know one of them went on to like some great success on HBO. The other, the the one that plays Nikki, I don't know what she's doing now. But I think the guy, Paulo, is like a big movie star in Brazil. What? I think so. I think he was before he even was on Lost. I think. Oh, I see. There was a scene where somebody says the line, "This man is stolen from me." Oh yeah, that was a. Uh, uh, there was that intense scene between Jin and uh, and and Sun's dad. Where he says, I need you to go and take care of something for me. I need you to go and dispatch of someone. And Jin is, I guess Jin was the heavy for a little bit, working for for, for Peck. But um, just it has never committed a murder in, yeah. in his line of work. But now that's what's being asked of him. And um, he's refusing to comply or didn't want to comply. Yeah. And ends up not going through with, with it. They leave it kind of open-ended. I'm assuming it's the dad, right? The dad that kind of dropped him off that, that top story building. Oh, I assumed it was. It was I the thought shame. it was suicide. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. It seems so. Like, well, yeah, I guess so. Because I mean, like, if they wanted to really telegraph that it was a dad, then when uh, son looked up, you would see like a door closed on the balcony oh, or something. Uh, I see. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Okay, I wasn't even thinking in those terms. I thought it was like some shady shit going down <laughs> where he was murdered. Because, like, he had this whole thing lined up to there's, go to, like, America, right? Yeah. I think there's a 50% chance it was Jacob. Oh, I see. And why do you say that? Because he's always doing that kind of stuff to people. <laughs> Murdering people? Yeah. Well, he was there when, when Locke got kicked out the window. Yeah. And... Just this time, he yeah. didn't. He just didn't touch the. Uh, he didn't touch the uh, the jilted lover by the arm and, and resurrect yeah. him right there on the spot. Just scared him until he <laughs> ran out the room and out out the window. It's like, oh god, why are you in my room? Why do you look like a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it could have. It could have been either way, but uh, I think either it was supposed to read as a suicide or ambiguous. I mm. see. Yeah, I mean. Like what? What reason would he have for that? It was the shame that kind of they're they're pointing towards. But I don't know. Like yeah, well, it could also be that maybe like he was just so in love with Sun yeah. that he's just like, oh, I can never talk to her again. Fuck it. I know. Yeah. I mean, he was holding that that pearl necklace he had for. Her. It was the yeah. one he took with him. But did he? Did we see him get that pearl necklace back though? So I'm wondering, like, did, like, did somebody put that in his hand to, like, as a message? Maybe not. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Wait, did did Sun take it? I thought she said that she didn't want it. No. Oh, that's right. She didn't. You're right. Like, because the dad breaks up that whole sh- that whole smoothing yeah. part, right? Where that happens between the two of them. Um, oh man, is there nothing more embarrassing than like a family member, like your dad, <laughs> catching you having an affair? Like, it's it it'll it'll be a ostensibly worse if your spouse caught you having an affair but like your dad that's gotta fucking fuck with your mind a little bit um your kid that'd be pretty bad too oh yeah 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 that is that is a little weird oh if your kid came in and found you having an affair I feel like if it's your if it's your wife or your kid then that like directly affects affects you whereas when it's like a parent or a friend or something that's more of a that's more of a shame yeah that's just the shame part I see Huh. The also kind of like bad on the dad, right? Because he didn't yeah. correct that like in the younger age. Like, did did you break the glass ballerina? Like, no, it was the maid. Are you sure? Yes, it was the maid. And he just like went, "All right." <laughs> just remember, the maid is going to suffer consequences if you continue to lie to me. Yeah. Yeah. It was the maid. Yeah. She was so quick to say yes too. So she had already a fear of her father, and her father is already. They paint him out to be this 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 hard knuckled character on the show, um, but at a young age, son already knew like not to trust her father. So there's there's no trust that she has between her and her parent, which carries over into her relationship with her husband when she doesn't trust him either, and ends up, you know, um, having the affair but not coming clean with Jin. She doesn't even come clean with Jin on island. They get that. Inf- Thank you. They get that information. 
from Juliet, who who ends up blurting it out to 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 some yeah. thing that happens in the other woman episode. So like, and then she has to deal with the fallout and consequences from that point. So yeah, she was never gonna tell him. Yeah, she was gonna take that shit to the grave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't. <laughs> oh, well, not that she had a choice in that. It was, yeah. it was more like Juliet's play for um i guess she was trying to keep everybody together uh, something I something, like, something along those lines go back and listen to episode 36 or something <laughs> or something <laughs> and if it really is episode 36 then it would be awesome yeah yeah so so jin's well not jin sun's covering up a lot and she's kind of do we see her make a play like for the rest of her arc on the show does she does she end up becoming an for lack of a better word, an honest woman. I don't know if we see that because they kind of go more towards the the thread of the child later in later seasons, where it's like about the the. You even get that episode. It's named after the daughter of Jin Yun, I think. Yeah, like oh. she. Yeah, I mean, after the whole thing comes out with the, her affair and Jin learns about it, then she doesn't really have anything to lie about after that. Oh, and, and then like. She, oh, go ahead. No, it's just like her her whole thing after that is about her child or about avenging Jin's death after right. she leaves the island. Right. They they even have a moment of catharsis together as a couple cuz um it, I remember there's a sweet moment in that later episode where he says the man that you cheated on was very different back then or I, I was different back then. Mm. And we can kind of see that now that we're we're like approaching the beginning of season 3 where you know, Jin seems very like we mentioned already like in a traditional you know as a traditional man um yeah from Korea, or he's a little think, bit more... Yeah, that's, that's Jin's arc throughout the series, is that as he learns more English and becomes more more, more of a white, white and eyes, <laughs> he becomes a nicer, better person. What does that say in that, Hollywood? <laughs> like, oh, what, what, what the fuck do you think it says? <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's obvious that yeah. they put it out to the American audience, like, like you're... you're, you're angry ways need to be softened by the touch of white people yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it's the uh, they're just sort of doing the same implicit message that uh, you know we all know it's better to be white yeah be as white as you can yeah Um, yeah that 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 I that I didn't care for but I do like that that we do get this couple throughout the the series or not necessarily white but westernized sure yeah that that's that's also synonymous for a lot of people yeah it seems like um, there's not as much of an emphasis in the Western world on shame. Like, it seems like the Western mentality is just not devoid of shame, but the, the shame-o-meter seems to be really... Mm, I, don't, I feel like we're kind of devoid of shame. I mean, look at reality television. I know, I know. Like, yeah, um, I don't know, is that, is, that, is that strictly... Not strictly, but is that mostly a Western thing? Oh, they have reality TV in other places. Yeah. I know that they have a uh, Bachelor in Vietnam because there's those two lesbians. What? Wait, <laughs> yeah. Appar- go on. Apparently, uh, in uh, Bachelor Vietnam, there was uh, one girl who was uh, given the rose, and then uh, she's just like, you know, I'm, I'm real flattered and everything, and I like you a lot, but I've actually fallen in love with someone on this show, and ain't you, homeboy. Oh, <laughs> snap. And then she takes the rose that he gave her, and then she goes and gives it to one of the other uh, female contestants, Whoa. and she's like, yo, I love you. <laughs> and then uh, that girl elects to stay on the show rather than going oh, with no. the one who left, but apparently later they ended up uh, dating for real off the show. Oh, wow. I see. Huh. Did they ever get their own show? I don't think that they have their own show, yeah. but that would be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. They would definitely have gotten their own show if it was America. Yeah. I see. Huh. Interesting. And it would be on uh, Lifetime or Logo, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe Oxygen. Do we get do we get Son's mom in any of these episodes? I feel like we always see the dad, but I don't remember if any of them. We've not seen her. I don't ever recall seeing Son's mom. I, I know we've met Jin's mom. Right, yeah. right. And his adoptive father, mm-hmm. um, the fisherman. And that's another thing too. Um, they, it was. They, I guess we probably see maybe a different episode where they 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 bring that in more. And we we already visited the previous episode where. Um, 
Or like uh, even the the fisherman father, he had a lot of shame wrapped up in being a fisherman. And Jin goes on this journey from. Did he have shame? I thought it was more that Jin had shame. Yeah, you're right. His father being yeah. a fisherman, and the the father was cool enough to like, to kind of to go along with that too. The, even the idea of like, yeah, don't tell my son you were here. He wouldn't want you know. But I'm happy that I got a chance to meet you. Talking to to son when he gets a chance to meet her. But um, but yeah, you're right. Uh, it was mostly Jin, I think, kind of wrapped up in the the shame of being a fisherman's son, and ends up marrying into this this thing. And he kind of he puts it back. And this is something that you see within couples too. Like um, instead of taking any responsibility in that argument we see in, in tonight's episode, he kind of puts it back on Sun. He's like, "Yeah, it's because your dad. You know, what do I have to do to be married to? You is I have to listen to your dad and go kill a dude." Yeah. Um, you know, I think Sun does right by putting it back to him. Like, yeah, what does it take for me to be married to you? So, you know, it's 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 almost like you know, Jin's like, you know, I don't have any control here, which I can imagine, you know. It's so strange because you work for the guy that you're married to his daughter and all this yeah. sort of stuff. So, and also we saw in that episode that one where we meet uh, Jin's parents, and Sun has to pay off Jin's mom, so she has to borrow money from her dad. Mm. And her dad says, "Okay, but if I give you this money, then that means Jin is is mine to, you know, he's going to work for me." Right. And right. That's, that's what gets Jin in this whole situation. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, a lot of this is. Like I, I understand, uh, you know, Jin is sort of abdicating responsibility for what for what's happening. But I, I, I don't know. I, I personally feel for the guy because he's just like, oh, I've got this uh, beautiful, rich wife. Uh, you know, I, I'm gainfully employed by her father, and like I need to try and keep this situation going because I love her, and. He ends up like, well, uh, I guess I got to go murder a guy yeah. for your dad. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, you don't have to do that. And he's like, what part of <laughs> me owing your dad do you not fucking get? Yeah, I have to do this thing. And then she's just like, oh, what does it take for me to be married to you? And it's just like, he's trying his best. Yeah, He's trying real hard. I can see, I can see yeah. that. I mean... Granted, uh, uh, he, he's emotionally closed off and, like, uh, you know, grumpy. Uh, but like he's trying. Yeah, it's just a you know they. Oh Jesus! No, they were literally speaking two different languages. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking show. <laughs> uh, Layers. Respect. <laughs> uh, I guess we also find out too in the dialogue that that Sun has picked up her English. By means of this lover, right? And he says, like, oh, your English is good enough for us to go to America now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering whether or not, like, that was, like, her English tutor or something. Oh, I wonder. Maybe we'll find out, like, uh, some next episode that yeah. we'll see with featuring them. Or we see her fall in love with this guy. You know, you know I wonder. Hopefully this isn't the, the first and last we see of that actor. Because I, I think he did pretty okay. Like, uh, yeah. for being the being the, the man on the side. He did fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This also raises another question, and um, we already know that that someone of the Kim family was chosen by Jacob, and then in the show is not purposeful who it is. It could mean one of them or both of them. But um, Jin, in this moment of intense pressure, can't commit this murder, and he doesn't. Like, he beats you, you know, he frazzles the guy up pretty good, yeah. but he doesn't kill the guy, and... Um, so I'm wondering, is this the moment in which Jacob had chosen him? Has, jo- has Jacob chosen him prior to this um but like what like we never really find out the rules and it's kind of a means of us chasing our tail to do that jacob when he does show up in their lives it's at their wedding which is before this right right yeah i forgot about that and see but that's a strange thing too because yeah he hasn't he hadn't done any of those acts but then he also was was Gerard on the wall too? Because like Said is an Iraqi torture. That guy has yeah. murdered people, and he's actually up up in the running for like you know island god. Yeah, we it's it's not clear on what the the uh, what's disqualifying to become the next Jacob. Also, I literally fell asleep <laughs> during the time where uh, they're in the lighthouse, and they show all of the names of the people yeah. who could be the next Jacob. Yeah, so we'll have to. We can have, I'm sure there's plenty of pictures online where we can look that up. Yeah, and the cave and the lighthouse are two separate things that have the same information in them. Right, that's right. Yeah. The cave I was awake for, yeah. but the cave is also much harder to read. Yeah. Yeah. I think 
Well, maybe it was uh, the, the whole idea of the show is like we've talked about before is the reoccurring themes of people that are broken or that are, you know, that need redemption. And that's where the island comes in. So maybe it was after, well, maybe it was after they set foot on the island in which they could start their redemptive arcs and then they would probably be selected by means of, you know, they, they would be candidates for the island rulership after that point, maybe. I think that uh, the island rulership is supposed to be part of a redemptive arc. Mm. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, people who redeem themselves without uh, needing to rule the island are, uh, you know, they sort of self-select out. Because mm. when, because uh, didn't Kate uh, get crossed off when she decided to be a mom to, uh, what's her name, Skid? Right, right. And even that crossing off of the name, however that was meant to be, he said, like, that's not for sure. Because if mm-hmm. you want it, the job's yours essentially but yeah, yeah very interesting yeah i guess we could go around in circles trying to find yeah. out what, what would make somebody qualify yeah. to rule the island and also i think a thing about those two son and jen is that i think there's only one kim on there that got crossed out so it might never have been him anyways oh he was just with her when she got on that plane i see yeah yeah also too like you know, we're still kind of seeing the seams too because like homegirl gets shot at by mr friendly like and yeah. by like some other dude like he sends like three shots into that 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 closet yeah so i guess we could assume and that then maybe, and know. then gives up yeah and then just like well i shot my three shots yeah she's in the bathroom <laughs> shot my shot yeah. i guess i gotta leave now yeah he's just like <laughs> well i guess it's over Sorry, I couldn't shoot you personally, mm-hmm. but I will collect our dying person that's dying. <laughs> I did my best. Guess you're just a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, she gets shot at, doesn't die. Well, I'm just looking back at it. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about it in terms of uh, continuity. It's like oh, it's got to be like Jacob protection powers or something. She just got deflected. Mm. But it would have been fun to see that gun jam because that would have been like way early precursor of what uh-huh. they were trying to do. But I don't think the show was that. I think the show was kind of just spread shotting a bunch of stuff like we've talked about previously. Yeah. Yeah. While, while Colleen was on the boat and she's uh, she's got a uh, son pointing the gun at her, she's like, "Hey, you you think we're the enemy? But we're not. We're not the enemy. Right. But if you strike me down, then we'll become much more powerful than you can imagine." <laughs> <laughs> Or that, whatever she said. Is that the Hydra speech she just gave her? <laughs> it was Obi-Wan Kenobi to Darth Vader. <laughs> the Hydra speech? Oh, like, you know that from, uh, from like, the Captain America movies where it's all, like, Hydra were one of many or something like that? Oh, yeah. Like if you cut one, one I cut off yeah. one head and two more, she'll take its place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she could have just gave that speech. It would have been just as well. I wonder how much more we're going to get of Colleen. And, um, well, we're only probably going to see her maybe, maybe in the premiere, if we even get yeah. it that way. Or we see Henry trekking back to, to his folk <laughs> or whatever. Um, why do you think his name was Henry, Chad? Uh, well, it's not a, named after his father, John Workman. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Workman. Oh, Roger Workman. <laughs> Who framed John Workman? Uh... Yeah, I can't think of uh, why he would be called Henry because the only people that I recall having any influence on him when he was younger was uh, his dad and Saeed. Yeah, Saeed shot him when he was a kid. Yeah. And his dad beat him. Yeah. <laughs> well, didn't Saeed also, uh, like, he he was helping Saeed, uh, too. Yeah, he was bringing him sandwiches. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah. I kind of, I kind of like the way... Son's dad handles the situation. It's like, it's not the best. It's kind of, it's terrible, but like, homeboy strolls up, sees his daughter, and then just like puts the son in law to work. He's all like, you got to redeem this family. And he's like, I don't know, I don't know about this. And he's like, no, you got to redeem this family. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I do like that the dad was kind of a G about it, though. Yeah. Like, because son approaches him at the funeral. She's like, are you, you going to tell Jen? And he's like, yes, girl, that's not my. You gotta go and do that. It's not my place. I have boundaries. <laughs> I will only kill people. I won't rat people out. Yeah. No, I I don't think he kills people. I think he has people yeah. killed. Oh well, well, there you go. Like you know, he probably put that adage to her. He was like, you know, we have a saying here. 
I don't tell the truth. I have other people tell the truth for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say something about stitches, and then my brain just went blank. <laughs> You're trying to think of the Korean word for stitches? Yeah, yeah. Do you, how do you, you know say... the Korean word for snitches? <laughs> I don't know. But I, those probably don't even rhyme. They, they like don't they have do in one because they know not to. <laughs> <laughs> there is no snitching going on in the Korean community. It's like it's either pearls or you're swimming with the fishes. Yeah. You get one or the other. It's a binary thing in Korea. Yeah. You I get that's... gifts or you get killed. Yeah. I think that's wait, very wait, important. No. I got a better way. You get gifts or you get got. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh... Yeah, but the no snitching thing is um, important to him because, you know, he runs a criminal empire. And that's what he was when he was asking Sun about the glass ballerina in the beginning. Like he was just testing her. See if she can just hold up a lie. Yeah, yeah. She can. And later, doesn't she end up taking over his criminal empire? Yes. Oh, yeah. She ends up getting a controlling stake yeah, in the pink industries. Yeah, the company, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I see. Yeah, she she even has that little completion with her father where she kind of destroys him. Well, not really destroys him, but she takes over his, his, whole, his whole life's work yeah. or whatever. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. There was a... Uh, we, yeah, there's a there's a heavy theme pouring through this episode, you know, like we talked about already. The idea of lying. You catch sight. Well, Sun catch sight catches Saeed in a lie this episode, where um, he says that the dock has been empty for a while, and then later on comes clean and is like, "Yeah, we're setting up a trap for these others." And um, you kind of see like this. We're, we're trekking, and you know, we're going to be heading into second season soon, and we've only been with these characters for like two seasons so you can imagine like their trust must not be as stellar as it is at the end of the series and plus mm. too like time functions weird on the show right they were, you know that they've been on the island for like 69 days 69 days, days. nice <laughs> <laughs> I wish he said it like that he's like you guys have been on this island for 69 days <laughs> 69 days, bro. <laughs> 69 days and 69 nights. Y'all been here for quite some time. Uh, we also get introduced to Alex for like a short period of time yeah. in this episode. She is, she is, uh, we find out that uh, Kate's, Kate's wearing her dress. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess that's, that's fine. It's not, a, it's not a big plot point or anything. But. Well, I mean, because we're dudes, I know. <laughs> Women get very upset about that. <laughs> if girls are stealing other girls' dresses, yeah. like, that's my look. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. But also, yeah, while they're out there, they're working. We get a, we get to see Juliet and Sawyer. I think meet for the first time, because he doesn't know her name. He just refers to her as the blonde with the gun later on. That's right. Uh-huh. And they have this like cute. Uh, they're meet cute. Right. And they make eye contact, and she gives him water, and then he he pours it out. Yeah. And he kisses another woman, and she threatens to murder that woman. <laughs> you know, a meet cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was probably my favorite part about the love rectangle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd be great if like they they redid this episode, and uh, Juliet actually shoots Kate, and that ends that whole triangle right then and there. That would have been so. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh wow, you guys are taking swings here. That person's been on for like two seasons. You guys are putting up, like, Game of Thrones yeah. and uh, Walking Dead situations. Well, uh, the reason why we know that they have been on the island for exactly 69 days... <laughs> what, what? Uh, ...is because that is what Ben tells Jack. Yeah. And uh, he fills him in on what's been happening on the outside world yeah. during the time where they've been on the island. Uh, and... We actually get to see a clip of the Red Sox winning the World Series, <laughs> which made me wonder, uh, I wonder what channel that was originally played on, if that was on ABC or ESPN. Oh. Like, did they pay for all that footage, or did it already belong right. to the company that makes Lost? I think they still had to pay the, the MLB either way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. How, I wonder how much that would cost. I'm just out of curiosity, like... <laughs> To put that in your show, like we just need a clip of the Red Sox mm. winning of the World Series. <laughs> uh, yeah, because like previously they were just like talking about that passively. It, it, just, it was just in the dialogue, and mm. now they have to like show some images of MLB, yeah. uh, Major League Baseball, whatever. Uh, yeah, that was that was actually kind of funny. They're like, oh well, you know, season three, we're stepping up, guys. We we got more money in the budget to show <laughs> maybe a good three seconds of 
no. Major League Baseball. Because they didn't actually show any any baseball. They just showed like celebration. So maybe <laughs> yeah. they just went and filmed that at like Aloha Stadium. No, oh. didn't, didn't they show like the last hit or something? Probably. Interesting. I wasn't really paying attention because I was <laughs> yeah, explaining to uh, David and AJ about uh, why the uh, why they mentioned about the the Red Sox beating the Yankees, but when we were watching the clip, it was the Red Sox beating the Cardinals. Right. Uh, for those of you that uh, are not familiar with uh, what happened uh, at that point in time with American baseball, a uh, little bit of backstory for you. Uh, the Red Sox uh, were not very good for a very long time, mm-hmm. and uh, at one point they were uh, thought to have suffered from a curse, uh, and they were never able to beat the Yankees because of that particular curse. So when they beat the Yankees, that was like all that everything everyone remembered about that season. However, much like uh, at the end of Rookie of the Year, uh, not only did they win their championship series, they went on to beat the uh, to win the World Series. Except no one remembers who they beat in the World Series because it didn't fucking matter. They beat the Yankees. Yeah. Not only did they beat the Yankees, they came down from a historically insurmountable uh, deficit in the series. They were down 3-1. No one had ever come back from that, and they did. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't even like baseball, <laughs> yeah. but, but then, I remember that happening. Yeah, it's, a, it's an American thing for us to know. I didn't yeah. know it. I didn't know the details. I just knew they won. Yeah. yeah and they too. were cursed. I keep track of curses more than I do <laughs> Sports stuff. Curses yeah. over champions. Yeah. Wait, this this curse was like was a thing that was thought of for like several several years, right? Decades. Decades, yeah. right? Damn, that's crazy. Because it was uh, uh the curse of the Bambino. Uh, uh, if I recall correctly, the Red Sox traded Babe Ruth to the Yankees, and that's why they were cursed to always yeah. lose to them. Oh man, I, I'm I'm so I'm so fascinated by it. like the idea of. of of curses and how they, f- <laughs> like, like when it comes to mass known curses like that, like it's a yeah. curse for like this baseball team that everybody knows about. Is there anything else that's like that that we have in our society? There's other sports curses. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of anything offhand, but I know there's got to be like somewhere. So it's so funny how like humans just kind of do that thing where like, I need to make sense of this. I haven't won in like <laughs> decades. Must be a curse. <laughs> it must be a curse. <laughs> yeah, uh, sports and superstition—they they just sort of go hand in huh. hand. Oh yeah, I can only imagine like what someone that's like that's really involved in like yeah you know, major league baseball or like any you know football or basketball. They have to have like a yeah. certain method or thing that they do to. Yeah, it's very. It becomes very ritualized, especially if like, uh, you know, like. If you found yourself just so happened to uh, wear the same shirt two weeks in a row when you were watching your team win, you start associating that shirt with winning. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, this is the, this is the shirt that I got to wear for my team to win. And then if I and you wear that all the time uh, so that they win, and then if you fuck up and you don't wear that shirt, then... Uh, you're just like, oh, it's my fault that the team lost. Or if you do something different with the shirt, like if you didn't wash it in those two weeks, yeah. and then later you wash it, you're just like, oh, they lost because I washed the yeah. shirt. I washed all the luck out. <laughs> that and is like, so crazy. Our minds come up with these like reasons for things to be happening where it's just like, no, there's literally <laughs> no connection between these things. But your brain is just like, I want to find patterns. Yeah, that's what we are, right? Just humans are just pattern-recognizing machines for the most part. And you're mm-hmm. like, well, I wore this shirt twice, so it's got to be right. The, the right one. Yeah. It's got to be crazy. That's why, why lucky shirts and lucky items is dumb. But curses, <laughs> like that takes like a ritual and usually some sort of blood sacrifice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I believe in curses. <laughs> There's a real cost to them. Have you guys known anyone... That's Who was cursed? cursed? <laughs> well, thought of anyone that's been cursed? Yeah, Thanks. I think so. Have Have you ever cursed anyone? No. Have you guys ever cursed anyone? No. No. Oh, man. I've always wanted Certainly to get a blue doll. Certainly not without the blood sacrifice yeah. part. 
It's just like a pentagram and a yeah. dead goat. I've wished I've wished ill upon people, but I wouldn't yeah. say that I've cursed them. Yeah, because that takes an extra step. Like, you have to do things now. Yeah. I gotta learn shit to curse yeah. people. It's not like one of those things where it's just like, oh, yeah, we, we know how to do it. It's just that we choose not to. It's like, no, I, I don't know how to fucking curse yeah. a person. There's a lot of that, like, in old Hawaii folklore. Like, mm. um... I remember my grandmother telling me like <laughs> this is this is gonna be weird. Sorry, really quick. I remember my grandmother telling me that um that uh, she had a sister and she told us she told us grandkids this story like a few times. I remember, but she had a sister whose husband left her for another woman, but the woman was um, was heavily involved with witchcraft and had cursed him and made him leave his wife. Um, Involuntary, involuntarily, and, and like end up, you know, going off with his witch. Which I wanted to be like, Grandma, I think that guy just really liked the witch <laughs> or whatever that lady was. I think he just wanted some witch pussy. Yeah. Imagine, imagine, imagine that like my grandmother's sister's husband, like coming up, I, I can't, I gotta go. She's yeah. cursed me to stay with her. I can't not be in this marriage anymore with all of our kids. Don't blame me, blame the curse. Yeah. If you can come up with some frog you know some frog <laughs> frogism that's what's yeah. gonna work to get me out of this man that's a what a good excuse <laughs> that works back in like the 40s when you can get away with that shit now everybody has the internet and everything like, that's come on yeah. that's not what witches do <laughs> witches don't like don't they don't sneak you out they just eat vegan <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the only curse story I can yeah. I can think of. But I just remember that, like for some reason, just like my grandmother, like she was like really into this. She really believed that there was a curse, like uh, on her brother-in-law, <laughs> that caused him to be unfaithful and leave his wife for a witch. Yeah, so listeners, share uh, your favorite curse stories with us <laughs> uh, with hashtag curse of cursives cursives <laughs> sorry that's terrible that's a de- that's a bad hashtag that's gonna be so confusing uh, but we stand by it cursives yeah, yeah cursives send it to us y'all well it's time to start wrapping up for tonight um history yeah i wrote down two things oh we already talked about 69 days i've been on the island for 69 days nice um and uh the water bottle that Juliet brings in when she brings in Jack's lunch. It's a, it's a Menehune little water bottle with uh, the Dharma sticker just stuck around it. Label. Yeah, that's all the Easter eggs I saw. And I believe, as always, uh, I'm pretty sure that Mr. Pig's office is uh, in the first wine bank. Ah. So, go check that out. If you're downtown Honolulu. There's an L and L in there. You should nice. eat there. Yeah, and tell me how it is. <laughs> I'm always afraid of eating at new L and L's. Really? Yeah. I see. Because uh, the one that's on Fort Street that's no longer in L and L, but it was for a good amount of yeah. time. I remember there was a midweek article about how that was the dirtiest restaurant on Honolulu. What? Wow. Yeah. That's saying a lot. Also, I used to eat there a lot. Yeah, I was going to HP. I I also eat there a lot. That must mean that you both have, like, the most strongest immune systems right now. Like, you guys have been through the twine. I've said this before, but I kind of don't think food poisoning is real because I've never gotten it. Really? Never? So, I don't... I don't... I'm not nervous about eating things. (laughs) (laughs) So, if food poisoning isn't real... Then what do you think is happening to people that get sick after they eat things? I think I think that you know they're getting getting some of the rumblies. I think they're getting cursed, you guys. Yeah, it's a curse, maybe. <laughs> it's not food poisoning; it's food cursing. Yeah, <laughs> they've crossed a witch. They've crossed a witch. <laughs> like they've 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 made a witch cross. Yeah. <laughs> There's a witch angry at you. That is why you're puking your guts up now, and you have a hundred and three degrees. It sounds like some shit that you believe, like before television. Well, before like lights. Before were modern medicine. <laughs> yeah. The only Something solution gra- for this yeah. curse: leeches. Yeah. Yeah. Get those leeches. Something AJ's grandma taught me. Yeah. Yeah. She was she was down for a good leeching. <laughs> or you could fuck that witch. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that'll get the curse to go yeah. away. She might make you leave your family. 
But that's all on her. Yeah. <laughs> that's a weird thing, too. Like, it's playing the witch? Yeah. I think, yeah. Anytime. Uh, I believe that that is an American tradition. Yeah. <laughs> that is. That is. Like, he was, like, probably scoping through some history and I'm like, Salem, I got an idea. Yeah. Turns out she just works at a grocery store <laughs> and is not a witch yeah. at all. That, that one woman. But yeah, anytime something bad happens to you in your life, it's because there's there's a witch who's horny for you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like that witch has access to boundless magic, and yeah. she's gonna go for you. <laughs> she has, she draws from the well of infinite power, <laughs> and the only way to stop her is with that dick. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! Oh, Please god. don't try and fuck witches, guys. <laughs> or do if they ask for it. Yeah, yeah. only oh. if they ask though. All right, well, next week's episode uh, is going to be entitled Season 3, Episode 1, our premiere. Ooh. And this is going to be entitled A Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> so, uh, the episode will be the best of times, uh-huh. and it will be the worst uh-huh. of times. Yeah. I, I think that this is going to be our introduction to Hydra Island, mm. uh, as well as the uh, encampment that uh, everyone that we already know lives in. Ah. Yeah, it's the two cities. Nice, nice. So it's uh, going to be... What's the name of the chick that got shot this episode? Colleen. Colleen. Yeah, it's going to be Colleen and Ben getting back to uh, the other's home base on Hydra mm. Island. Okay, all right. So that's what we're looking at there. Yeah, going to be a Colleen episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's going <laughs> to focus on her. I think it's going to be a Ben episode. Uh, all right, all right. Well, perfect. Oh. Actually, no, it can't be a Ben episode, because people would call him Ben. Yeah. So it wouldn't be a reveal. Oh. Unless it was revealed in the last episode, and he was just telling it to Jack. Yeah, it's just a reveal to Jack. And... Yeah, so, yeah, if everyone knew him as Henry up until whenever they do, yeah. It could be, this is like, that's the big reveal episode on that one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that could be that. All right. I guess that leads us into our next session, next section of what we've been getting lost in. Yeah. Um, I guess we could start. So, what have you guys been getting lost in? Um, I've been getting lost in the uh, the Dumbbells podcast. It's a couple of comedians in there. It's a, like a health and fitness podcast, but it's not like super. You don't have to be like in good shape to listen to it. Oh. Like they give a lot of good tips and stuff just for general health and wellness stuff. Oh, very funny cool. guys. Yeah. Nice. That actually sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Like what's what's one of the tips that, that you remember hearing? Um just about like uh like when you're trying to eat well and you screw up for a meal, like that's okay. Like I don't see. don't beat yourself up over it, but also don't let it be like, Oh, I missed I s I ate real shitty for breakfast. Oh so I'm no, just gonna let it I ate pizza for yeah. breakfast. <laughs> oh, I gotta eat pizza for lunch yeah. now. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Punish my myself. Yeah. Yeah. Just bring it home with a holiday ham for dinner. Yeah. Things are sliding down, guys. <laughs> I see. The Dumbbells podcast? Yeah. All right. Uh, one of the most recent things I've been getting lost in, uh, I just uh, picked up the latest trade of Saga on Comixology, mm. and that actually brings the current run on the series to a close. Uh, they said that they were going to go on hiatus next year, and uh, they'll come back later. Uh it's a very, very good series by Brian K. Vaughn, who is a person who has worked on Lost. Yeah. Uh, and Fiona Staples uh, is the artist. Uh, really good, really creative series. Uh, you should read it if you are an adult, because there's sex stuff in there. Nice. If you are not an adult and you want to read it, uh, <laughs> you know, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know, there's sex stuff in there. So uh, if you are listening to this uh, and you have children... Uh, be prepared for questions <laughs> if you give it to them, because that's not all Biff Bam Sock Pow. Wow. <laughs> all right, and um, I've been kind of getting into, like, more so cooking. I want to try and do more cooking. Oh, nice. So um, I think uh, this upcoming weekend I'm probably going to do some Patelli stuff, which will be kind of cool. fun. Like, um, my dad knows how to make them. He makes them really well, and I've made them, like, maybe once or twice, but I haven't really made them before. But I was like, i got to jump on this and try and do, like, a... Do like a, a patelli stew or something like yeah. that. It's like right up my alley. I love that stuff. But yeah, that's that's been kind of fun. So I've just been kind of prepping up for that. Cool. This this isn't necessarily about patelli stew. Just a general question. <laughs> What's the difference between a stew and a soup? The stew is a little thicker, right? Like yeah. it's a little chunky. Chunky, yeah. Like oh. a chowder? 
Yeah, well, how would you define the difference? I think a chowder is like a cream based. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes more. That makes some sense. Um, yeah, the is yeah. ramen a soup? I would assume yeah. it is. It's kind of it's thick, but it's not like it's not heavy thick, right? Yeah. Or like um, unless you have like all the fixins in there, like maybe egg and even if you have all the fixins in there, the the, the base is still kind of. Yeah. Very liquidy. Yeah. It's not chunky like stew. Yeah. yeah. Also, you can tell the difference between the broth and the stuff that's in there. But stew, at some point, it's like it's just all together. It's, all, it's almost a sauce. Yeah, yeah. and it's thick. Like yeah. it's like you know we've all seen all the stews. It's just it's just a thicker, it's a thicker thing, I guess. Okay, that question is not as polarizing as hot dog <laughs> sandwich. Well, yeah, that's because that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Hot dog is sandwich? a hot dog a sandwich? It's a hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. Separate Does it count as a sandwich or no? It's bread and meat. San- well, meat How do you define a sandwich? It's a, the, an item sandwich between two pieces of bread. So does that make a hot dog a sandwich? Well, it's a bun. But is a hamburger a sandwich? Well, there's two separate pieces of bread. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so does it absolutely have to be bread for it to be a sandwich? What would you call it? I only call it hot dog. Yeah. I mean, like, is is the KFC Double Down a sandwich? Right. Because oh. that's not using bread. Yeah, but it is sandwiching things. <laughs> so in a broad sense, it is. <laughs> but yeah, that I remember when I first heard about that, I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. my mind's fucking blown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so ever since then, I've, I've been looking at uh, uh, items of food and being like, is this a... Th- this or is it this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can this be this? Yeah. The real question is like, is cereal, breakfast cereal, a soup? Well, I don't eat it with milk, so <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never heard an argument for a hot dog being a sandwich that yeah, I've took never... me over. Even though, logically, yeah, you can say all kinds of things that would make it make sense. Yeah, because if, if it's just uh, a oh, thing no. between two other things, right. uh, technically a ravioli is a sandwich. Yeah. Would you call it a roll? Like, would you call it a hot dog roll? Because yeah, it's on a roll? Oh, yeah, that, that's bread. the other thing. Yeah. Like, there are sandwiches where you're not separating the bread right, out. Yeah. yeah. And then a taco is a sandwich. <laughs> that, that is on the sandwich alignment chart. That no. does work. It's got items between two things. No, it's an it's item one between thing. one thing. One thing. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Huh. I'm sure there are actual sandwiches. I fall under hot dog yeah. being a sandwich. Just because it's like, yeah, it's a piece of meat between bread. Yeah, yeah, I'll say that. It's a sandwich. Or, or not necessarily a piece of meat, but it, it is another food item between bread. Right. Well, then is a corn dog a sandwich? Uh, that is encased, ah. not between. Yeah, and there's like batter involved and all that stuff. Oh, for me, it's, it's not about the batter. It's that there's uh, like, it's enveloped. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I would, uh, well, then what, what, I would what, be more willing to consider... Uh, Picking a blanket's much closer to a sandwich than a uh, corn dog is. What about a McGriddle? It's like oh, yeah, two it's pieces of like yeah, it was like yeah, no, that's pancake. absolutely a sandwich. <laughs> right, so it's, like, it's like pancake parts or mm-hmm. whatever, and then the thing. Okay. I, I enjoy and hate this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Are you enjoying it because you're imagining our listeners hating it? <laughs> that's great. Do no, because I think people like having this conversation sometimes. Yeah, I've never, I've never considered. A hot dog being a sandwich. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but that's kind of that's kind of wrinkled my brain a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's a thinker. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll do a whole Patreon episode about it one day. Yeah. yeah. We we will uh, quantify all kinds of foods. <laughs> sandwich or not sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> For um, example, soup. Not sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen um, any of uh, Silicon Valley on HBO? No. No. There's a, there's a guy who develops an app. And it's called the hot dog app. And basically, it's a, it's a camera app that you put it to things, and it'll tell you if it's a hot dog <laughs> or if it's not a hot dog. And that's the whole purpose ah. of the app. What, why is it the hot dog or not a hot dog? It should have been, is it a hot dog or is it a not yeah. dog? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been... That would HBO, have been so call me. Yeah. <laughs> put you in that writing room, son. Goddamn. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just I just thought of that. Um, all right. Well, I guess that kind of draws us to a close. Do you have anything yeah. else to cover for this evening? I don't know, but I'm definitely tweeting the phrase "hot dog" or "not dog." <laughs> <laughs>
But where'd someone go to see a tweet about like that, Chad? Uh, you could uh, read it on my Twitter, uh, Chad underscore Wago. Uh, what about uh, your tweets, David? Oh, yeah. Your food-based tweets, Yeah, especially. my food-based tweets, uh, mostly ice cream-based, are uh, at DKJ Comedy on Twitter. Nice. What, what about an ice cream sandwich? Is that a sandwich? <laughs> yes, right in the name. <laughs> <laughs> David's squirming in his seat. He's like, I do not want to talk about these sandwiches anymore. You motherfuckers. You guys are drawing me into this conversation that I don't want to be in, in my own house. Very disrespectful. <laughs> In my own studio, no less. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, you can come find me over at ANEVS003 uh, on Twitter. Uh, so please, please yeah. do that. And if you don't want to find us each individually, you can just find the show on Twitter at uh, WhatBroPod or on Instagram at WhatBroPod. We're also on Facebook. I was so afraid to introduce us and, and, and those things because I thought somebody already said it. <laughs> <laughs> Missed me this week, Inception. You yeah. missed me this week. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, everybody, for listening. We really, really do appreciate that. feels good to know that you're listening. So tell us on Twitter that you listen. Please. Or tell your friends Ooh, that you listen. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you like it. Yeah. And then have that hot dog sandwich conversation with them and see if you're still friends. <laughs> <laughs> or put a curse on them. Yes. A hot dog curse. Or a not dog curse. <laughs> <laughs> That's another episode in the can. You know what to do. Get lost.